Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, December the 21st. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace and God's joy and God's life this week. Uh, We move one day closer to the coming, capital T, capital C, brothers and sisters. And uh, again, just uh, I hope that fills you with a sense of hope and a sense of joy and not a sense of dread in terms of, you know, one less day to, to be ready. No, one more day to say, okay, Lord, how can I prepare? How can I become more awake? Because I want to be there and see you uh, and, and say yes to this idea of, of helping you be born uh, in this world now, which needs you so much. So today we are going to hear the exact reading that we heard uh, on Sunday. And so uh, it is following, you know, yesterday we heard the Annunciation story, Luke 1, 26 to 38. Well, today we're, we're, we're following up immediately after that. So it's Luke chapter 1, verses 39 to 45, uh, and we call this the visitation, right? Heard it on Sunday. You're going to hear it again today. I'm going to do a different version of it. I'm going to use Eugene Peterson's The Message again. And so we'll use that translation. But again, feel free to follow along in whatever one you would like. So my friends, let's break open God's Word together today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary did not waste a minute. She got up and traveled to a town in Judah in the hill country, straight to Zechariah's house, and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby in her womb leaped. She was filled with the Holy Spirit and sang out exuberantly, You're so blessed among women, and the babe in your womb also blessed. And why am I so blessed that the mother of my Lord visits me? The moment the sound of your greeting entered my ears, the babe in my womb skipped like a lamb for sheer joy. Blessed woman, who believed what God said, believed every word would come true. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that so good? Not just a good translation, it is that. But the story, the story. All right, so let's just backtrack just a moment to the end of the Annunciation. Because today's, as I said, uh, it, it follows hard after it. And so it says, Mary didn't waste a minute. Well, what didn't she waste a minute from? From the Annunciation. So at the end of the Annunciation, Mary says to Gabriel, you know, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord, right? Be it done unto me according to your word. Or in Eugene Peterson's words, yes, I see it all now. I am the Lord's maid, ready to serve. Let it be with me just as you say. Or as we talked about yesterday, thy will be done, not mine. Thy kingdom come, not mine. Thy will be done, not mine, on earth as it is in heaven. And so Mary says this, and with that, the angel leaves her. But what was some of the words that he gave? Remember, in in her saying, how can this be done since I've never slept with a man? And, And Gabriel says, listen, 
You know your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son, right? Did you know she did? Old as she is? Everyone who called her barren, here she is six months pregnant. So this was, and, and he says, with God, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible with God. So this was news to Mary. She didn't know that. And so she sees two things there with Gabriel's statement. One, indeed all things are possible with God. If, if The fact that I didn't sleep with a man, that God can figure that out. I don't have to worry about that. It's not for me to worry about. God can take care of it. Nothing is impossible with God. The other thing being, my cousin is six months pregnant. This woman whom was known to be barren. And so what does she do? There, sorry. Again, I, I, I know I talk long sometimes. She doesn't waste a minute. She doesn't waste a minute. She gets up and travels to the town of Judah in the hill country, straight to Zechariah's house. Why? To see her cousin Elizabeth and share in her joy. But more than just sharing in her joy, assisting her in her moment of need. She's pregnant with child. Brothers and sisters, there are people all around us today pregnant with something. It may be with child. It may be with, with this great, wonderful expectation and excitement towards something that is getting closer, that they've been excited for, be it the birth of a child or the birth of a new uh, idea or the birth of a, a, a company that they've been working on or the birth of a, a you know, a, 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 I don't know, you know, you name it, a new position, a new location, a new relationship. They're, 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 they're pregnant with something and they're excited and you want to share in their joy and you want to assist them and walk with them during this time. Or maybe people, brothers and sisters, that are pregnant with anxiety, that are pregnant with despair, that are pregnant with hopelessness, that are pregnant with loss, that are pregnant with grief, that are pregnant with scars or hurt, that are pregnant with, with fear of, of not knowing where their next meal is coming from. They're pregnant with hunger. They're pregnant with insecurity. They're pregnant with vulnerability. Brothers and sisters, every one of us, I think, are, are filled with something. And, and Mary saw Elizabeth's situation and responded to it. And, and remember, we kind of indicated that, and I talked about it a little bit yesterday, that what we celebrate here, of course, is not just Jesus' birth 2,000 years ago. We celebrate what his name and his, his uh, name points to and, and signifies, that God saves. We celebrate that God is near with us, and that's what saves us that God sees us, and in God seeing us, wants to draw close to us. He doesn't want to stay distant. And so if it is true with God, which of course it is, if we are followers of that God, which we are, right? We must take on those attributes. And our God invites us to see other people too. 
and to save them, not in terms of saving their soul, that I condescend above you, you know, and I'm, I know more and I have what you need. And, oh, that's awful. I don't mean it in that way at all. I mean saving them in terms of saying, I see you. And in seeing you, I do not wish to be distant from you, but I wish to walk with you and whatever's going on. And that's no small thing. It's easy for me to sit here and speak those words into a microphone. I know them to be true, but it's easy to say them. But Mary picked up when her life just changed on a dime and everything she thought to be true is no longer true. Everywhere she thought she was going, she's no longer going. And she picked up on a dime and went to Mary or to Elizabeth's house. Not only for that day to give her a high five and congratulate her and say, hey, anything I can do, I'll bake you a hot dish and bring it, right? She stayed with her for three months. She invested herself within what Elizabeth was pregnant with. Brothers and sisters, if we are going to incarnate, which is what we celebrate, not just Jesus' birthday, sorry, I I didn't finish that thought. We celebrate God's nearness. We celebrate all of creation being infused and imbibed with God's goodness and God's life and God's love, including us. And therefore, that must lead us to those same attributes of God. That if God doesn't draw or stay distant, if God draws near and drawing near and seeing us, loves us, and something new is born and birthed, Are we able to see those people around us who are impregnated with whatever that is with which they're pregnant today? And can we invest sometime, five minutes of our day, to just listen to them? An hour? Um, A a lunch? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's what it invites us to. And again, no judgment in this. I'm just putting it out there to say, let's chew on it. Because I think it's one of the ways into which we can become awake and say, okay, how do I look for that? If I know there are people impregnant around me, how can I I steer in that direction Um, and begin to watch for them? And not only when I see them, notice them, but say yes to them in some way doesn't happen overnight. I think it's a, I, I think it's a, a steady movement and a steady yes from us. But I'm simply inviting us to, to take that step today. I suspect many of us have taken those many times. How can we do it one more time today? Second point and last one. Um, love the last line that Elizabeth says to, to Mary. Uh, Blessed woman, who believed what God said, believed every word would come true. Or in the version we heard this weekend, blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. Blessed are you who believes, who trusts, who is able to somehow take on this new vision, uh, who is able to set aside our own agendas. Blessed are you who believed who doesn't have an idea of how this is going to happen or how it's going to unfold, 
doesn't make a lick of sense, but knows that God can do what God desires to do. Do you find yourself, my friends, in a position in which right now you don't know the ending? You are anxious about where it may take you. You're anxious about how it may unfold. I think your name is Mary. I think my name is Mary. I think that is true. I, I think Mary, I suspect she had no idea from this very beginning how this was going to look. But all she knew was the one who presented her the plan was worthy of the trust. Right? Nine months from now, this guy named Simeon is going to come up to her and say, and a sword shall pierce your heart. That doesn't sound like a great plan. I don't know that I want any part of that. But she didn't back down. She didn't say to God, hey, hold it, you, you said nothing about swords. Brothers and sisters, we may not know where things are moving right now in our life in a particular way. Can we trust that God is involved? And can we give it over to God and trust that he is worthy of that trust? That he can take it and, and like I talked about, what was it, last Thursday or Friday? God doesn't necessarily, and I don't believe he does, I don't believe God gives us that, those, that pain and, and those, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Particularly those crosses that we bear. Sometimes we say, you know, God has a plan or whatever. You know, God never gives us more than we can handle. Whatever little cute saying we want to say. But God can make it new. God can make himself present right there in the midst of it. That I know. And that you know. And do we trust that? That whatever situation we're in, God can make it new. Why? Because it doesn't stay distant. Why? And in not doing so, he saves us. God is with us. Those are my points today. God is with us. And so we get to be with others. And do we trust that God really does see us where we are, knows what's going on within our life, doesn't desire that we stay there and can make it new. Can make it new. That's how good God is. I just want to remind you about that today. Let's pray. And so today, brothers and sisters, we celebrate once again the feast that we just listened to, the Feast of the Visitation. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second joyful mystery, Mary visits Elizabeth. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Bless you, my friends. Have a wonderful Tuesday, and I look forward to breaking open more of God's word with you again tomorrow. God's peace.